It's time for the only live and local sports talk show in the Black Hills. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and local sports. Exclusively on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. And streaming online right now at FoxSportsRapidCity.com. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show. Here's your host, Nate Brown. And a good Thursday afternoon to you. Thanks for being here. The Nate Brown Show is back. We're live from our downtown studio on Fox Sports Rapid City. Let's get ready to put in some work. Let's get after it today. It's always a great day in the Black Hills, and we're live, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. Stream us there at foxsportsrapidcity.com. Welcome in on Twitter, into the studio, live stream, up with video, at Nate Brown Show on Twitter. Follow the show and watch it there on your phone, and YouTube as well, The Nate Brown Show. So we got you covered across the board, radio, digital, and we're out of the gate with a great guest lineup. The professor drops by on a Thursday. we got to get him. John Clayton's going to join us, NFL insider, Washington Post contributor. John Clayton on all of the NFL headlines straight ahead. We will go to Minnesota because the news has just continued to develop the last couple of days. You know, we looked at this Minnesota Vikings head coaching thing, and the Vikings have a head coach. It's just all behind the scenes now because they can't hire the guy until after the Super Bowl. But we're going to find out who the Vikings coach is, all the reporting out there. It's not going to be Jim Harbaugh's. We were discussing, well, maybe the potential of that yesterday. Eric Thompson's going to join us, DailyNorseman.com, Vikings writer from the Twin Cities. It was signing day yesterday on the D2 side as well. South Dakota Mines bringing in some South Dakota kids, bringing in some East River South Dakota kids. That's one thing that the Hard Rockers haven't done over the years, I think, as good as reach out to some of these East River high school football players. Charlie Floor has done that the last two years, and he's got his class in yesterday. We'll talk to the head coach of the Hard Rockers on how the signing day looks for them. Charlie Floor is going to join us live. Craig Maddock in an East River meets West River segment. Sioux Falls Rapid City meetup. We'll go with Craig Maddock live. South Dakota Public Broadcasting broadcaster on the way. And Stevens Boys basketball coach tonight as well. Chris Stabner drops in. Stevens has a weekend here. Brandon Valley and O'Gorman. Tough matchups, no doubt. The Raider boys trying to get after it this weekend. We'll have those games, girls and boys, this weekend on Fox Sports Rapid City. So we're busy on a Thursday. Let's get to it. The Nate Brown Show brought to you in part by Black Hills Urgent Care. A reminder, that's our official urgent care when it comes to getting better quicker. That's where I go. Black Hills Urgent Care. Two locations, Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road on the west side, Bacon Park. They're open seven days a week. You don't need an appointment. You can walk right in, but if you want to avoid any weight, it's really handy. BHUcare.com with the letter U. Just schedule on your phone. You can get right in. BHUcare.com with the letter U. Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better. All right, so you all tell me what happened. You all tell me what happened. I mean, you guys like telling me a lot of stuff, which I enjoy. I really, really enjoy it. I <laughs> I do. You tell me what happened with the Minnesota Vikings coaching situation. I've been thinking about this ever since last night when the news broke. 
in the second hour of this program on, on the Vikings having Jim Harbaugh in for up to nine hours. Up to nine hours, Jim Harbaugh in, talking through all sorts of things. What were they talking about yesterday? What, what, what was Jim Harbaugh and Kwesi Adolfo Mensa and the Vikings owners, what were they all discussing yesterday? This wasn't just a walk-through interview. This wasn't just a walk in the park and, well, let's see what Jim thinks. This is an uh, interesting strategic play from the Minnesota Vikings that bring in a big brand, a big name, and, it, and, and they don't make any bones about it. No, they bring him in, Jim Harbaugh, and then he leaves yesterday. Not only, not, not just like, oh, hey, we had our interview with Jim Harbaugh. It was he leaves. I'm going to be going back to Michigan. End of story. End of story. And then we find out last night that, yeah, the Vikings have, well, they've already decided they're going to hire Kevin O'Connell, the Los Angeles Rams offensive coordinator. So you tell me, um, you tell me what happened. Because I'm, I'm, I'm going down this road saying they wouldn't have brought Jim Harbaugh in if they weren't really, really serious. Did the discussions yesterday make up their mind? Was it Jim Harbaugh wondering what they're going to do in the near future with a Kirk Cousins? Was that all discussed right there yesterday? I mean, I really believe stuff like that had to be discussed for Jim Harbaugh to realize well, am I going to have cousins? Am I not going to have cousins? What are we going to do here? And so I think things hit the fan pretty quickly, meaning some big discussions were had. You weren't, you weren't just running through here with a little, yeah, let's see what Jim Harbaugh thinks. They were talking about, I, I expect, big things. And so was there just this deal of, well, Jim, you're not going to be able to make the decisions on the football personnel as it is, so so let us handle the football personnel potentially. Let us handle that. And did Jim Harbaugh, from his standpoint, did he say, oh, i I got to know what I've got here. I've got to know if I've got Kirk Cousins or if we're going to have to try and go into the draft here. Is this a... Is this a rebuild for the Vikings? Vikings fans don't want to say that. Vikings fans don't want to say that. So so then I look at this and I say, does Jim Harbaugh, 58 years old, he's been at Michigan, does he want to enter a rebuild-type situation? I, I wouldn't think so. So you tell me, was it the Vikings telling Harbaugh no yesterday, or was it Harbaugh, as bad as he wants to get into the NFL, as bad as he wants to get there, was it Harbaugh saying, I just, I'm just not going to go down this road. I'm just not going to go down this road because it's a, it's a unique time right now in Minnesota. This isn't a juggernaut like San Francisco. He walked into a good deal there. He walked into the 49ers with some great, unbelievable draft picks. He was stockpiled, and the 49ers were ready to roll. Are the Vikings ready to roll? I really don't know what happened. Something happened because Harbaugh, I think, was going to get the job, and now he's done. Um, thanks for calling your live today, and you go ahead. Well, 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 Mr. Nate Brown, how are you today? Well, doing good. What's up? Oh, okay, uh, I got a little inside info on that Viking thing. Oh, here we go. Jim Harbaugh wanted Cousins gone. That was the main thing. 
That's what you think, huh? Yeah, that's what my sources. And let me tell you oh, about my sources. Okay. okay, Colin, Colin Coward got sources. Oh yeah, Dan Patrick. Yeah, he's disappointed me the last week. Oh. He's got you know. Oh, I got an in with the big. I can't give his name, which means, come on, dude. This isn't the FBI. Tell us the truth. Come okay, on. so what? What do you got? You no, Steve's got sources. No, no, you got no. sources. I, I'm still on this Mount Rushmore thing. Oh no! Now, oh no! Your good buddy. Your good buddy. Mr. McNugget said that Bill Russell only averaged 15 points a game. But what your buddy forgot to mention, Nate, was that Bill Russell also had 18-plus rebounds a game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's take them 18 rebounds. You know, out of them 18 rebounds, Nate, guess how many were offensive? I don't know. I don't. I didn't 11. follow that stat line. Let me. Yeah. See, you were born so. Bill Russell's not on not, there. Bill Russell's played, not on there. Come played, on. Uh, we played ball in the old days. Come on. Now let me throw another thing at your good buddy. I can't remember McDougan, McNugget, Mick something. <laughs> okay. Come on. Come on. How many Boston Celtics players average fifteen or more points a game? Per season from 1958 to 1969. I never thought I'd have to know that stat. How many? Six, five minimum per year, Nate, top 30. So, why did Bill Russell have to score more than 15 points a game? His job was to play defense. Well, I'm thinking you got to score a little bit too. But nonetheless, Bill well, Russell's not on my Mount Rushmore. Points, Bill Russell's See, not on was... my Mount Rushmore. You can't tell no. me. Neither is Jordan. Oh, yes. Yes, he is. Yes, oh, he is. my God. Yeah, pre-1990. Hey, oh, I, did, I didn't know I was going to keep this thing going for three days. Oh, this is the best thing you ever done, <laughs> Nate Brown. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All right. Dude, All I got right. ammunition for the next two weeks. All right, buddy. I got to roll. Let's keep rolling. I appreciate right. it. Have a great day. Thanks, All buddy. Right. All right. Thanks for getting in. The Mount Rushmore gift that keeps on giving the whole year, Clark. The Mount Rushmore of all-time sports. It just keeps on. It's like the Jelly of the Month Club. It keeps on giving the whole year. Um, the Nate Brown Show live on a Thursday. I do want to ask you about this. Uh, let's see. Um, listener text, it's Groundhog Day again. <laughs> I, I know. this uh, The Mount Rushmore thing, we just keep on rolling with it. It's Groundhog Day. It is Groundhog Week uh, on the Nate Brown Show. So, so. I do want to. I do want to ask you this. I really think Kevin O'Connell, as the new head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, do you think that was the second choice? Vikings fans, the the reason you you didn't want to go down this road, if you're the Wilfs, whoever made this call, ultimately it's the Wilfs, right? The owners. Ultimately, it was their call. It's it's not the forty year old Quesi Adolfo Mensa, the new GM that they just hired. It, it wasn't his call. So the Wilfs, the owners of the Vikings, made the call to not go with Jim Harbaugh, I think. But the problem being, you went deep. You went down the road, and it's hard to get up that stream. It's hard to get back upstream now. You're down the road. Vikings fans went in with you. I'm seeing all the reaction the last 24 hours. Jim Harbaugh? Man, the Vikings are going to get Jim Harbaugh. Vikings fans were excited. The fan base was excited. 
And uh, I had people on this program texting in saying, oh, this is a good this is a good deal. Jim Harbaugh's won almost 70% of his games in the NFL. And now it's gone. And it's not even no explanation. No, 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 nothing, right? You what what are they gonna say? Well, we've always wanted Kevin O'Connell. It sure seems like they're fine with Kevin O'Connell. I don't think Kevin O'Connell, we don't know if he's going to be great, not good, what? Former quarterback, offensive coordinator for the Rams, doesn't call plays. Um, Similar to the Broncos hire, they went with Nathaniel Hackett, offensive coordinator that didn't call plays for Green Bay. So we don't know if O'Connell's going to be great, good, not One thing we do know is the Vikings went down the road. Jim Harbaugh, the fan base, got geeked up. And now it it went south pretty quickly. And decisions were made quickly. I just find myself walking through that. You go to Minnesota on signing day for the Wolverines. You go there for nine hours, and you decide all in that day, I'm going to go back to Michigan. Not like, let's sleep on it. You know, I have a policy kind of in life. I learned this from a mentor. I have a policy in life. Sleep on things. You have a different perspective in the morning, whether you're getting upset with your kids, whether you're getting upset with work, your boss, whatever it is. Sleep on things. Think about it. Reassess. Reassess. And Jim Harbaugh didn't even reassess. He announced in the same day he was at Minnesota, I'm I'm heading back to uh, Michigan. The Minnesota Vikings went down the road with Harbaugh. Why didn't they get him? Again, I think there's too much unknown with where the Vikings are going to go. I really believe Jim Harbaugh, I think, wanted to go to the NFL. I think he wants to be involved in many aspects of personnel, at least if you look at the 49ers time when he was in San Francisco, heavily involved personnel, front office decisions, heavily involved Can the Vikings tell him yesterday, yep, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, here's the plan. I don't think they could yesterday. I don't think they could yesterday. And and the Vikings aren't going to sit here and say, well, we're going to bring in Jim, and then things may happen with a Cousins or with a this, um, and and things may not go as well as we thought in this big collaboration that we all want to do. It was, it was, it's a wild scenario that the Vikings went down the road, long interview, same day, no dice, and then we hear right away the Vikings have settled. They can't hire him until after the Super Bowl per the rules, but uh, they're settling on Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell. Uh, listener text coming in, 720-1067, 720-1067. Let's catch up here. I think the Vikings got cold feet. I think the Vikings got cold feet, plus it sounded like Harbaugh wanted a lot of personnel power with drafting. Interesting. Uh, Listener text, I'm okay with Kevin O'Connell. I think it's good. Listener text, Kevin O'Connell, I'm okay with him. Um, So so Vikings fans, I think they're settled in at this. Minnesota fans are, are, are perfect for this. Get our hopes up, get our hopes up, and then what happens? (laughs) <laughs> you guys you guys are conditioned to this. Unfortunately, we're excited. Here we go. Big heavy hitter. Here, yep, yep. Uh, oh, 80% of the fans responded to my question yesterday. We had 400 votes. 80% said, we want Jim. That's a great choice. Jim Harbaugh. And then two hours later, we find out it's, it's out the window. So now Vikings fans have to go, I think Kevin O'Connell's going to be fine. And again, he might be. 
But the big play was Harbaugh, and it went some way that I can't quite put my finger on it. Probably certain uh, aspects of this right? might have been personnel, decisions that are going to be made for an organization. Do they even know the big decisions they're going to make yet? I'm not sure. And I think Jim Harbaugh also might have looked at that and said, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I want to do this, but here's how I want to do it. Here's how Jim Harbaugh wants to do it. I don't think that was necessarily going to work with how Minnesota wants to do it. It's not going to be Jim Harbaugh's way or the highway. The Vikings weren't saying it's, it's Jim Harbaugh's way or the highway. They already tried that, Mike Zimmer. Okay, It was Mike Zimmer's way or the highway. Things went sideways. Okay, Things went sideways. So they go Kevin O'Connell, young, offense, Going to try and start a whole new uh, uh, fresh start here. A new fresh start. He's going to hire who? Let me tell you who the first hire. I will tell you, if Kevin O'Connell, when he gets hired here after the Super Bowl, who do you think the Vikings should do? What do you think the Vikings should do right away? What do you think they should do right away? Are you with me on this? You better hire defensive coordinator by the name of Vic Fangio. If I'm Kevin O'Connell, young, inexperienced, uh, haven't been a head coach, I'm from the offensive side, I want a defensive coordinator that knows how to get it done. Been in the NFC North, that whole picture. I don't know the relationship between O'Connell and Fangio. I don't know their history. That has a lot to do with these coaching hires when they hire their boys and, and they, the, the camaraderie and the whole thing, the, the coaching carousel. If you have relationships, it matters big time. But I'm going to tell you, I'd be on the phone in a hurry. When Kevin O'Connell gets hired next uh, uh, Monday, not this coming one, the next one after the Super Bowl, when Kevin O'Connell takes over, I believe the Vikings need a defensive coordinator with experience. That would be the smartest hire you could make. Whether Broncos fans love Vic or not, he has been around the block. Now he has head coaching experience. But would Kevin O'Connell have enough mm, um, enough guts, enough ooh, edge to say, yeah, I'll, I'll bring in a Vic Fangio who was a head coach? Would Kevin O'Connell do that? That's a first, first step right there. First step. What type of guy is he going to bring in? Brand new? Got to go get a secondary coach to, to be your defensive coordinator. Are you going to go and get a guy who's proven he can coach defense? If I'm O'Connell and the Vikings, I'm saying, okay, we got our offensive head coach. Let's go get Vic. He's still looking for a defensive coordinator job. Guess where Minnesota was ranked defensively this last year? 30th. Minnesota was 30th in defense, 12th in offense. Kevin O'Connell's your guy. Harbaugh's not. Will they make a big hire like Vic Fangio? That'd be my first play. Coming back with John Clayton, NFL Insider, Washington Post, live next. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. 
Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Visit BlackHillsCulligan.com. That's BlackHillsCulligan.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Partly cloudy skies tonight with a low of 10 above. West winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Highs around 32. Tomorrow, sunshine mixed with clouds at times. Lows level off around 27. Tomorrow night, cloudy skies. Dry with temperatures a bit above average. Saturday and Sunday and highs from the low 40s to the upper 40s. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 25. All right, here we go. Sunday, February 13th. It's the Rams taking on the Bengals, and Tin Lizzie and BetMGM Sportsbook are putting on the first big game experience ever. So many great VIP packages to choose from with hotel rooms, all-you-can-eat menu, and VIP seating. Grab your crew and get ready to experience the big game in style. Drink, eat, and play at the best party. Tin Lizzie, BetMGM Sportsbook. Reserve your big game VIP package at TinLizzie.com. Banking at any time, any place, for anyone. That's what Highmark Credit Union is all about. Born in Rapid City 80 years ago, they're proud to bring a full range of consumer products and commercial lending services to thousands of area members. If you're looking for a place to bank where you're just not an account number, Highmark is the answer. Learn more at HighmarkFCU.com or stop by any of their branches for more about better banking. Highmark Credit Union. We'll make it happen. Looking for a great place for a pregame meal that really satisfies? Or maybe you want a place to take your all-star after the game. Or you're looking for a place to enjoy a delicious meal while watching your favorite team on the big screen TV. Valley Sports Bar and Grill has all the bases covered for all those things and more. Top-notch, friendly, and attentive service. Wall-to-wall big screen TVs with all the big games. And the absolute best wings in Rapid City. Valley Sports Bar. Make it your place. 1865 Valley Drive. Rapid City. For nearly 100 years, Connects has been providing the know-how and materials to help their neighbors grow. Through partnerships with builders, homeowners, and contractors, Connect Home Centers have impacted our communities, making them stronger and safer through support of local organizations and neighborhood beautification projects. Improving the quality of life for others is important to us. We are Connect Home Center, your hometown lumberyard lending a helping hand in building our communities since 1928. Someone will come in, they'll have a noise under the hood, and we'll go out and take a look at it. We can determine by the type of noise, and usually if we can determine where it's coming from, we can direct them to the piece that has failed. My name is Dick Lemke. Working at Sturdivance as long as I have, it's definitely become my career. When you need someone to help solve the problem, start with a Sturdivance store near you. S-T-U-R-D-V-A-N-T-S, come and see Sturdivance. Has a Sturdivance. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome 
Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show. Just getting cranking on a Thursday. Thanks for checking in with us. We're live 4 to 6, Fox Sports Rapid City, 1067 FM, 1150 AM. Also on Twitter, at Nate Brown Show. Watch the show live there. Remember the podcast. If you can't catch all of the show, you can download the podcast. The Nate Brown Show podcast available where you download your podcast. Listen at your own convenience. Talk to Eric Thompson coming up from the Twin Cities. Vikings writer straight ahead. First, I want to get the professor on. He's the NFL insider, contributor, Washington Post, 104.3 The Fan, Denver. Find him on Twitter at John Clayton NFL. It is John Clayton back on Fox Sports Rapid City. John, thanks for the time. Always appreciate it. Um, Big news around here in this region over 24 hours. Vikings bring in Jim Harbaugh. And Jim Harbaugh leaves and, and immediately says he's the, he's going back to Michigan. What was your uh, take on that process with the Vikings and Harbaugh? I'm surprised because I know when he left the office uh, yesterday morning, he was telling the people at the office, thank you, uh, thanks for all the help and all that stuff. I mean, he was all set to leave, and then all of a sudden he goes to Minnesota and he doesn't get the job. So I'm, I'm baffled by that because I thought that in the end he wanted to get back in the NFL. I don't know if the offer was a low ball or whatever it was, but uh, you know, it, it, just, it just surprised me that he's not the head coach. Now it looks like Kevin O'Connell from the Rams after the Super Bowl has a great chance to get the job. Okay, do you think uh, this process may have played out? John, it's a nine-hour deal yesterday with the Vikings and Harbaugh. He had personnel control quite a bit of it in San Francisco and, and was pretty heavy on that. I don't know if the Vikings wanted that. I don't know if the Vikings know where they're going from here. Yeah, because I'm sure they were going to give him the power because one of the things that they did as far as their GM hire is hire somebody with no NFL experience as a GM uh, who worked with the Harbaugh for one year to be the GM. So you would figure that Harbaugh would have had the control, but in the end, I don't know if it was money, I don't know whatever it was, but it surprised me that he's not the head coach of the uh, the Vikings. Yeah. Uh, John Clayton on Washington Post contributor, NFL insider, talking uh, Harbaugh's out. Uh, Kevin O'Connell looks to be the guy. What do you think about this connection? Kevin O'Connell was the quarterback coach in Washington for Kirk Cousins. Well, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, that's not a bad thing because, I mean, you've seen that, uh, you know, you've got two coaches who have been working, who had worked with Kirk Cousins, one Sean McVay. I mean, so he's done well. You look at Kyle Shanahan, he's done well. O'Connell seems to be a bright coach, and he comes from the McVay-Shanahan family. So it's like uh, you can see that working out, and you can also see – that uh, that's likely they're going to end up staying there because they've all worked together. Like even in the case had you know they got something done with Jim Harbaugh, Harbaugh was probably going to stay with them too because you know that that's the type of coach Kirk Cousins that uh, Harbaugh likes. And so it's like uh, so it looks like he's got a a job even though again they can trade him, they can get trade value for him. But I think uh, as it stands right now. Cousins will end up being the quarterback of the Vikings next year. What would you do with Cousins, John Clayton? What would you do if you're the Vikings? Keep him. I mean, again, I know he's not great, but where are you going to find a better quarterback? Yeah. I mean, I... They trade for 
uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, who I don't think is equal to Kirk Cousins. I mean, Cousins has the ability to throw for 4,000 yards every year. He's, you know, he's an accurate quarterback. He's got a lot of things going. So it's like I'd, I'd say right now, in, what, in a year where you don't want to have too much turmoil at the quarterback position, is that you keep him. Let's talk about a couple of uh, other coaches. I, I said Kevin O'Connell, if he gets this job for the Vikings, he's going to need a good defensive coordinator. What do you think is going to happen with Vic Fangio? Well, I thought if he was going to go uh, with Minnesota and uh, be with Jim Harbaugh, that seemed to be a natural fit. But right now, he's open to just about anything. And, you know, obviously, he's you know statistically uh, one of the top two coaches as far as yardage allowed. He did such a great job with that. So, again, he could be a candidate in Minnesota. And, you know, I know that uh, Miami's looking at him as a uh, defensive coordinator, but Miami's such a mess right now. I don't know what the heck they're going to do. So it's like, uh, to me, O'Connell and Minnesota – uh, and it seems to be a good fit. I think that if you're going to be Fangio, that may may not be a bad idea. Yeah, uh, may, maybe uh, Vic Fangio, uh, great defensive coordinator. We'll see where he goes. Uh, John Clayton on tonight. Let's go to this Brian Flores uh, situation. John Elway just came out today with a big statement very emphatic um, against what Brian Flores uh, alleged in this lawsuit. That's that's one of the side stories of this whole thing. What did you think of Elway's reaction? I thought it was appropriate because I don't understand why Denver is included in this mix. You know, because certainly there's problems with Miami and the possibility that the owner uh, asked him to be paid $100,000 to lose games. That's obviously a big problem. So then uh, you, you look at the, you know, the, the, the situation with uh, the New York Jets, the New York Giants, and, of course, uh, you, know, he, uh, you get uh, Bill Belichick texting out congratulations to Brian. Of course, it goes to Brian Dable, not necessarily you know, Brian, Brian Flores, about getting the job. But in the case of Denver, what did they do wrong? Yeah. They have five people fly down to Florida. Five people that interviewed him there, and of course he's claiming that Elway was hungover or whatever he was. But again, you have five people there, and uh, you know uh, he, he's claiming that it was a, 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 a just a sham interview. Well, they interviewed for three and a half hours. How's that a sham interview? I don't get it. I wonder where this all is going to end up. It feels like this, John. I'm not an attorney, obviously, but. There's going to be yeah. need to be a lot of witnesses. There's going to need to be a paper trail on some of these accusations. Where's this going to go? Hard to tell. I mean, certainly in the case of Denver, nowhere. Uh, in the case of the Giants, hey, that's just life in general and all that stuff. In the case of the Miami Dolphins, this is serious because what you're talking about is not only the fact that if the owner did indeed offer and, of course, the story, a couple of stories came out this morning that said that there's one or two people that actually heard the conversations on $100,000. And if that's going to be the case, I mean, not only is this a bad violation of NFL policy, but it's illegal. I mean, you're talking about throwing games. You're talking about tanking games. And, you know, that, that to me could end up, you know, having the owner or whoever, involved in criminal investigations. 
Last one, John Clayton, NFL insider on tonight, Washington Post contributor, 104.3 The Fan in Denver. Uh, what do you think of Nathaniel Hackett, how he's filling out his staff there, going with some younger guys, uh, offensive coordinator as uh, the tight ends coach at Green Bay. Um, what do you think of that staff so far? Well, I think what you can see is it continues to point to the idea that uh, you know they obviously want Aaron Rodgers to go there because now you're talking about you know two members of the staff that was there that's you know the offensive line coach and tight and the offensive coordinator that worked with uh, Aaron Rodgers that uh, with Hackett. I mean they're really loading up on Green Bay guys. If you're loading up on Green Bay guys and he likes the Green Bay guys, and I would assume he likes these Green Bay guys, that uh, how can he not go there and stay? Because you know they, they're not staying at the Green Bay Packers, and you know Green Bay with being forty million dollars over the cap, you know that that to me is going to be a little bit of a rebuild, and he doesn't want to be a rebuild. So I, it just points to the idea. I think Rodgers will still end up going to Denver. John Clayton on tonight, stepping in uh, on Twitter at John Clayton NFL. Find his work, Washington Post and 104.3 The Fan in Denver. John, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Okay, Nate, thanks. Thank you. John Clayton tonight, the professor, NFL insider, the original um, here on the Nate Brown Show, Fox Sports Rapid City. So he's pointing to uh, something I said last week. Um, when Nathaniel Hackett was hired, everybody said, oh, they, they didn't hire Nathaniel Hackett to get Aaron Rodgers. I, I understand, but we just it's, it's a little game we used to play as kids. Connect the dots. A, <laughs> I, I, I really believe you look macro, macro picture, not micro. Oh, let's see. Well, okay. No, you, you look big, and you look strategically and that's uh, the story. Will they lock it in? I don't know. But Las Vegas says they will. Did you see that today? Las Vegas betting odds have now made it minus money. That means that means a favorite. Okay? We're not talking like plus 200, plus 300. They've made Aaron Rodgers will be the Denver quarterback next year minus 110. So you got to bet $110 to win 100. That's a that's a big shift. That's not like yeah, Aaron Rodgers might be plus 250 at Denver and that that's a big shift. It's a clear cut Las Vegas betting markets telling you, "Hey, that's uh some money coming in on that." And uh, I I just said, I don't know if they'll end up locking it in, but it was a strategic move, I believe. Yes, we need the right guy as coach. Went offense, went Packers, the background. Now the Nate Hackett hires the offensive line coach from Green Bay, the tight ends coach from Green Bay. Um, will it be Aaron Rodgers in Denver? What a story. What a story that would be. What a story that would be. Um, John Clayton sounds uh, baffled by the uh, Jim Harbaugh situation yesterday. Just like I said, that's how I started the show with it. You guys, what do you? What's on your mind? What do you think happened there? What do you think happened there? I'm thinking the Vikings didn't want to give him all of that football control. I don't know if they wanted it. This is a collaboration. You know those words now. It's a collaboration. We're all working together. I don't think they wanted to give the uh, keys to the uh, Lamborghini there uh, so much, so much. 
You know, they don't want Jim Harbaugh coming in and pushing everybody around. I don't think. And I'm and I'm thinking Jim just probably wants to run things like that. Um, Michigan goes his way. It, it's what Jim says. End of story. And he probably wanted to get into the NFL. Did the Vikings think that was the best fit after the nine-hour discussion? Something went south. Something went south. And now they're going to go Kevin O'Connell for the Rams. Let's get the take from Eric Thompson, Vikings writer, DailyNorseman.com. Vikings fans were pumped. And now what say you? Eric Thompson live from the Twin Cities next. You're listening to the Nate Brown Show. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Nate Brown Show and like us on Facebook by searching Fox Sports Rapid City. Whether you run the race, make the catch, cast a line, pitch a tent, or just look good doing it, Shields Rapid City has your gear. From athletic clothing from your favorite team, cold weather gear to keep you warm, to the best camping selection this side of the Black Hills, and the most stylish and functional women's outerwear and footwear, Shields has the widest selection of the best brands in the business. So when you're ready to get out, get in the game, or get going, get to Shields. Shields, we're right there with you at Rushmore Crossing in Rapid City. Hi, folks. Kevin McPherson, McPherson Auction Company. Today is our 14th annual stock show online only auction. On the auction, 125 guns. There's rifle, pistols, scopes. We have reloading brass, some ammo, collectibles. We have a train set, a John Deere 4310 diesel tractor, a Case C60 tractor, Bobcat crew cab side by side, many more items on today's online auction, all located at our office, 3640 Campbell Street, Rapid City, South Dakota. For more details, go to McPhersonAuction.com. We all know life's busy, and if you get sick, you can get behind pretty quick. That's where Black Hills Urgent Care comes in. No appointments needed, no long waits, just fast, affordable care to get you feeling better quicker. Black Hills Urgent Care has two locations in Rapid City on Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road. You can simply check in online at bhucare.com. That's with the letter U, bhucare.com. When you need care, see the team at Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better. Here's what customers are saying about Anytime Auto Sales. Chris Syme, Rapid City. Came across Anytime Auto Sales from a referral from a friend of mine. I'd gone in and met Brian and immediately felt quite comfortable, almost like a hometown feeling in a, in a larger city, which I really hadn't come across. They've done everything from oil changes and tire rotations to a replacement of a transmission on my GMC Yukon. Now I bring all of my vehicles to them for any service work. I've referred multiple friends and family members there as well because they do a great job and I don't feel like I'm pressured into doing service work on any vehicle that is not required. I'm very happy that the friend of mine referred me to Anytime Auto Sales, and it was really nice and reassuring to find a service department. I am extremely happy with all of their work and the way that I'm treated there. Sales and service you can trust. Anytime Auto Sales. Anytime Auto Sales. Fans know some things just go together. Slam dunks and three-pointers, face paint with superfans, game days and tailgates. I'm State Farm agent Scott Carlson, and I know another winning combination, home and auto. Me and my team are here to help life go right when you combine your home and auto insurance, which saves you time and money. So get your home and auto on the same team and score some savings. Call me, State Farm agent Scott Carlson, at 342-0188.
Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Thursday on the Nate Brown Show. How you doing? Sun's out today. A little chilly still, but we'll live. We're all right. You know Rapid City has some of the most sunny days in the country? Did we all know that? It's a great day in the Black Hills, right? You know that. The Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Let's go out to the Twin Cities where it's just cold, dreary, no Jim Harbaugh. I mean, it's a mess. I'm kidding. Eric Thompson's in tonight. Vikings writer, DailyNorseman.com. Eric underscore J underscore Thompson. A good follow Vikings fans on Twitter, okay? Find him, Eric Thompson. And he's here on the Nate Brown Show. Eric, good to have you. Um, I appreciate your time. Don't tell me you went to that U.S. men's national team game last night in two-degree weather in St. Paul. Don't tell me that. I had plenty of opportunity to do so. I actually had free tickets if I wanted to. I couldn't <laughs> pull the trigger though. I had I'd have, I, I play soccer um, and I still play. Uh, I had a, f- a few teammates that braved the cold and they said they survived and it was fun. The, the U.S. won. Talk about home field advantage. Those poor Honduran players. I think they had two players that got treated for hypothermia after the game. So, Is that right? Um, yeah, right? like it oh. was. It was pretty. Yeah, they did not not dress accordingly. Apparently, so. Um, yeah, I was. I, if I wasn't going on vacation uh, this weekend, uh, I, I don't want frostbite on my toes when I'm putting my uh, toes in the sand. <laughs> okay. this weekend, so that's a, uh, yeah, so. I like it. I like it. You should have just conditioned yourself. Like, hey, I get to go to wherever you're going. Sand. I got to go out in the two degree <laughs> weather and watch soccer. Uh, I just wanted to ask you that, Eric, because I know you're a soccer guy, and I'm like, okay, U.S. Men's National Team in St. Paul. Thompson's going to the game, whether it's uh, two degrees or not, but uh, you passed on it. By the way, I mean, that's a wild story. Well, why did we play that game in St. Paul on February 2nd? That, that just seems bizarre. That is a great question. When it first got scheduled, it was questions about It's like, what did you expect to happen? But again, maybe it was kind of a home field advantage because when uh, the U.S. is going to Central America when they're qualifying in the summer, you know, at 95 degree and 100% humidity stuff, and they're playing on really crappy, bumpy fields and stuff like that. So maybe that was the, the U.S. saying, well, okay, you're going to do that to us, and we're, we're going we're gonna to put you in Minnesota in February. But even the U.S. players, I mean, they, they survived, oh. and they, again, they, they got the win. But man, that, that did not look pleasant for anyone involved. Uh, by the way, I had a buddy of mine here in Rapid City who was there last night. He was there last night. He wore a snowmobile suit and uh, uh, enjoyed it. Okay, uh, let's go to football. I started the show with it today. Vikings don't get Jim Harbaugh. They're going to go with Kevin O'Connell, Rams offensive coordinator. It's one of those things where people say, well, um, I, I, I'm going to say, I don't know how good O'Connell's going to be. We don't know. Okay. It comes from the coaching family right. of McVeigh, Shanahan, uh, that bunch. So this might work out well. I just want to know why it didn't work out with Harbaugh. I can't put my finger on it. What do we think about a nine hour day? And then he announces in the same day he's going back to Michigan. I, I find it bizarre. 
Yeah, that bizarre is, is the word for it. I mean, it, it kind of came out of nowhere that the interest was there, and then all of a sudden, it just as quick and looked like as a certainty as it was, it was gone just as fast. So without being in the room and being in those discussions and being in the back and forth with the front office and the coaching staff, it, it's really hard to personally speculate. But it really seems like there might have been a little bit of dissension. You know, Adolfo Mensa, uh, the new GM, obviously had worked with Harbaugh a little bit back in their time in San Francisco, so I think the familiarity was there, and I think that was a part of the big push to get Harbaugh, but it didn't seem like all of ownership or at least all of the, the current Vikings front office might have been in on it. It sounds like there were some naysayers in it, and I understand why, because Harbaugh, you know, he with his track record is pretty, you know, that's it, he, he wins games. That's, that's the number one thing you want to do in the NFL, and he has done so. But he, at, at most of his stops before Michigan, he's kind of worn out as welcome after four or five years. And with the brand-new GM, with the, his first GM job, um, having someone as kind of the larger-than-life personality as Harbaugh and with the quirky personality that, that Harbaugh has, to, to put it lightly, it, it might have been a, a recipe for disaster. I, I, you don't know. It, again, I was excited about the Harbaugh news. I thought it, it sounded like it was okay. – Yeah. I, I, you know, it was just – just for the name and his, his track record. But again, I think with Kevin O'Connell, you have a new coach and a new GM. You start as a blank slate, which is scary for Vikings fans. I understand that because the, 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 there isn't a track record to point to and say, hey, they've won here, here, and here. But I get the, the, the youth movement. I mean, if you look at the combined age of Adolfo Mensa and, uh, and O'Connell compared to Spielman and Zimmer, who are just on their way out, I think it's like a 30-something year difference. So it's exciting, it, but it is scary. So it, uh, And it really might have been, you know, it, it sounded like they didn't give Harbaugh an offer during that nine-hour meeting yesterday, and they kind of mutually decided that Michigan, they were going to go back to Michigan the way it sounds. But again, I, I don't want to speculate too much because who knows what was actually said in those meetings and who's covering what, you know, and who's leaking what kind of information. So yeah, it was a uh, quite the roller coaster because uh, I, I know Vikings Twitter was all in on uh, the Harbaugh. Yes. Well, at least most of them were. Oh, you're right on that. I asked the question yesterday. We had like 400 and some votes. I, I just said. If Harbaugh is the choice, is it a smart choice or bad choice? 80% said smart choice. That was yesterday before right. this news came out. So people people are all in. And so I'll just say this. Vikings um, upper management there, Adolfo Mensa, I don't know how much he was involved, but, but the Wills, feels like a little bit of a mistake. You go so far down the road of Harbaugh, the fan base is like, yeah, and now everybody's left to wonder, well, what happened? Is O'Connell the second choice, or did Harbaugh just not impress? Did, did they? I mean, people just wonder. I, I felt like it was a mistake in planning. Yeah, it might have just been a mistake in what kind of got communicated out of what camps. I think that that might have been more of the difference. But um, again, Kevin O'Connell, like he was high on a lot before the whole Harbaugh thing came out. He was high on a lot of uh, people's. Uh, you know, wish list as far as head coaches. And this happens all the time. You know, it's not just a, a, a head coach thing. There are businesses that have uh, job candidates, and, you know, for whatever reason, they're, they're the number one candidate that they uh, liked doesn't uh, end up on, in, you know, working for them. But the, having the, the second choice, or, you know, it, it, who knows whether O'Connell's the second choice. Maybe he was the top choice, and that's why they came out of the meeting. They just decided that, yeah. okay, we, we, we kicked the tires enough on Harbaugh, but we still think O'Connell is the best fit overall and that could definitely be the case too so it, it it's uh you know like i think a lot of people are like well how must o'connell feel just knowing that he's kind of like you know for lack of a better term like the sloppy seconds of the head coaching choice but i don't i really don't think it's probably that way i think the the o'connell probably had more 
approval across the board, maybe within the front office. But again, it, it's uh, it's hard to speculate when uh, you weren't in the meetings office in, in the office there. Okay, so one background thing with O'Connell, some people may not know, is he was the quarterback coach for Cousins in Washington. Um, so there's a relationship there, and I wonder what that means. Yeah, that's a really good point, and it's uh, th- to have that tie with with Kirk Cousins. I'm I'm not of the the school of thought. It's like, oh, okay, he worked together with uh, Cousins. He's going to really unlock and push Cousins to that to that final level, that next level where he can really be one of that top tier quarterbacks. But having the familiarity there probably makes me lean that uh, Cousins is going to be around with the Vikings in 2022. And we've discussed, you know, last time I think I was on the show, we discussed the you know the probability of Cousins leaving before any head coach or GM had been appointed. And I just think that contract makes it really difficult unless uh, one of these QB needy teams really comes in with a huge offer. So I would assume Cousins is going to be the quarterback in 2022. It's going to be really interesting to see whether or not they extend him. I'm personally, uh, I'm, I'm really tentative, uh, you know, just kicking that, that salary down the can for another, or down the road for a couple years. But it's, it seems like, I mean, again, the, the familiar, familiarity is there. And so hopefully O'Connell comes in with a, uh, a plan to get the most out of his quarterback if Cousins is indeed his quarterback uh, this coming season. Eric Thompson on DailyNorseman.com is his site. Vikings writer. Uh, find him on Twitter as well. He's live in the Twin Cities. So I said this. I said my first hire, okay, and I'm a Broncos guy, so I'm very familiar. My first hire for Kevin O'Connell when he gets the job after the Super Bowl, I get Vic Fangio and I said I believe him and as a, as a defensive guy he's been through the ringer and uh, has, has had some great defenses. He knows the NFC North. I hire Fangio. What do you say? I think that's a pretty good place to start. Um, I, I don't know if you saw this on uh, Twitter today. Wade Phillips had a random stat that he posted about the Vikings. I think all it said was Vikings, uh, the, what their offense and defense was ranked in, in this, this past season. And, of course, uh, his son is the current, I believe, tight ends coach for the Rams, so he has familiarity oh. with O'Connell as well. So maybe that's a hint at something coming down the road. But, um, yeah, I, I think uh, the, the first order of business and really the you know how the immediate future and success is going to go are the types of people with when you have Adolfo Mensa and you have O'Connell who are new at their positions it's really key to surround themselves with some experience I think and and Fangio is a good place to start Fangio it didn't work out for him in Denver as a head coach I really have the belief that some coaches are just better at whatever side of the ball that they kind of cut their teeth on and I think Zimmer kind of maybe fell into that trap uh, toward the end that you know he's there's no doubting, you know, his defensive, uh, his strategy and everything, because it works for so many years in so many places. It just maybe his leadership might not have been uh, where it needs to be towards the end of uh, his tenure, tenure of Minnesota. So that's I, I, I'm more concerned with you know the O'Connell, the leader, than O'Connell, the actual X's and O's coach, because you can definitely find the people in place, but it has to be the right combination of people. And I think the the one thing that the Vikings were really lacking the last couple of years is having everyone on the same page, having everyone with the same kind of philosophy and the same, you know, with the, when it comes to team building and how the team's going to play it. I think that's really key. And whoever O'Connell appoints uh, as both of his coordinators, because it looks like both positions are going to be open, is really crucial. Okay, last one. Eric Thompson on DailyNorseman.com talking Vikings. They're not going to have Jim Harbaugh. They're going to have Kevin O'Connell, Rams offensive coordinator. 
So you tell me, well, maybe it looks like they're going to bring Cousins back. You think, who knows, but, but you think. So that means the Vikings don't think they're in rebuild mode. Do Vikings fans accept that they might be in rebuild mode? Well, I think at least to a degree. I, you know, it's, it remains to be seen to what kind of rebuild, but I think they're, they're – you kind of have to assume, you know, with with so many new pieces in place, and I think you know the Cousins thing isn't guaranteed, and I think there's not a whole lot of spots on this roster that are guaranteed, depending on where this this team wants to go. It could, you know, I I hate the the the, the term tanking, especially with the the recent news in Miami, but uh, I, I I don't think they're going to do any of that. But it's it's going to be interesting. It, but this, with O'Connell and uh, Adolfo Mensa basically starting with a clean slate, I think that's another benefit of having those two in place rather than Harbaugh. Because if Harbaugh comes in, that's like a, the win-now mentality. And I'm not sure if the roster, how it's currently constructed, is really ready to win now. Now it gives them, you know, again, you don't have a whole lot of time in the NFL. If, if, they're, if they're still, you know, if they're bad three, four years down the road, they're going to have to find a new head coach and GM. That's just how the NFL works. But at least it gets them, I, you know, I'd... I'd be surprised if the, if the 2022 Vikings were uh, immediate contenders, but it, I think the the bigger things that, Viking, that Vikings fans are looking for this upcoming season is growth and a, a, a definite direction of where they're going as a team. I think that's way more important than maybe the wins and losses, at least that first season. But you know, the the results are going to have to come sooner rather than later. That's my uh, theory, Eric. Is that I think Harbaugh kind of wanted to know where are we going, what are we going to do, how much power am I going to have. I don't know if the Vikings wanted to say, yeah, it's going to be Jim's way or the highway in this new collaboration mm-hmm. approach. I, I really that that's my take on it. Um, uh, we may never know. Eric Thompson on DailyNorseman.com, Vikings writer. Eric, always good, man. Thanks for the time. Always a pleasure, Nate. Thanks again for having me on. Appreciate your time. Eric Thompson on Fox Sports Rapid City. Find him on Twitter. Good Vikings follow. DailyNorseman.com. Uh, Vikings writer here from the Twin Cities. Yeah, that I, I don't know. We may never know what uh, happened yesterday and, and the discussions there. Was it just uh, some of the Wilfs that uh, yeah, weren't quite sure? Were the Wilfs on the same page as uh, Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, the new general manager? Was there, well, what's the future hold right now? How, how are we looking in that? That's kind of what, you know, uh, interview questions that, that you've been asked. Where do you see yourself in a year? Five years. Where, 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 does this, where does this team see itself? Where are we going? I wonder if all those questions were out there. And I wonder if Jim Harbaugh's like, yeah, I got everything rolling at Michigan. I know Ohio State's going to come back and slap us. Oh, did I say that? Yeah. Anyway, but um, I got I got things in place at Michigan for the most part. And um, I just kind of wonder if a lot of stuff is up in the air. Are the Vikings competitors right away? That's kind of where they're in that tough spot. The Broncos have been in that spot. So I know what I'm saying. The Broncos have been in this yeah, let's put in a quarterback so we can compete. We're, we're one player away from competing. Case Keenum, Joe Flacco, Teddy Bridgewater. Drew Locke hasn't worked out in the draft. Just one player away. The, you always tell yourself you're close. There's a lot of teams in the NFL that are close. I mean, watch the league every Sunday. There's a lot of teams that are close. Well, one, you know, one ball bounces here or there. A lot of teams are close. The Vikings kind of have to look at it and say, if we have Cousins back, we have a great offense, 
Where are we at defensively? Can we compete? I still think they can. And the Vikings better be careful of shipping out Cousins and, and getting uh, pulling the trigger on that one, jumping the gun. Why? If Aaron Rodgers does leave Green Bay, Minnesota walks through that division. They walk through that division. I, I really believe that. Green Bay's got more problems than just Aaron. They got salary cap problems, the whole thing. So Vikings fans may think, well, I, I don't know. Let's get rid of Cousins. You're going to get rid of Cousins and Aaron Rodgers leaves the division? Bad move. Bad, bad move. Craig Maddox in next, live from Sioux Falls. East River meets West River. I got a lot of questions for Craig. Uh, South Dakota Public Broadcasting, live on the way. The Nate Brown Show. Hello, this is Robbie at Bargain Barn Tire Pros. At Bargain Barn Tire Pros, we are what we like to call your one-stop vehicle shop. Some of you don't realize that we're more than just a tire shop. We are a full-service center. We do brakes, shocks, alignments, and we also do exhaust. So if your vehicle is loud or making a squeak, call the pros at Tire Pros. 1610 Campbell Street, 1811 Deadwood Avenue, or look us up on the web at BarganBarnTire.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Mainly clear tonight with lows around 10 above. Westerly winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Highs level off around 32. Tomorrow, sunshine mixed with clouds at times. Bobby skies expected tomorrow night. Lows dip down to about 27. Daytime highs approaching 47. Saturday, under partly cloudy skies. 43 Sunday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 24. At Black Hills Federal Credit Union, our top priority is providing value to our members. Since 1941, we have helped our neighbors buy homes and vehicles, finance their farms and ranches, insure their assets, and retire comfortably. From Custer to Sioux Falls, we live and work in our communities, and we treat our members like family. Visit BHFCU.com to learn more about how you can join. BHFCU is member-owned, not-for-profit, and federally insured by NCUA. All right, guys, if you need a haircut, the one place I go every time is the Man Salon. And there's a reason for it. They just do the best job. You get a great haircut with your personal stylist. I can watch a game or whatever I want in my own station. Then I get shampoo, hot towel, shoulder massage, all at a great price at the Man Salon. Two convenient locations for you at Rushmore Crossing and on West Main. The Man Salon offers a military discount for active and retired military. For your next appointment, just book at the Man Salon. Hi, this is Britt Wicket at Elevate Performance. If you have an athlete in your family that is looking for sports training with proven results, Elevate Performance is ready to work with you. Our approach is different. We train one-on-one or in a small group, keeping the focus on your athlete, getting them to perform at their best. If your child is in middle school or high school, we have plenty of training options to fit your schedule. Take your game to the next level with Elevate Performance. To get your training started, visit ElevatePerformanceSD.com. There can be no doubt, losing a loved one is always difficult. At O. Simon Schmidt Funeral Home, we strive to meet your emotional needs with compassion, kindness, and understanding. The caring staff at O. Simon Schmidt Funeral Home recognizes the importance of celebrating a life that was lived with dignity, respect, and professionalism. Serving local families in their special time of need for generations. O. Simon Schmidt Funeral Home, Rapid City. Phone 343-0077 or visit osimschmidt.com. 
Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. On a Thursday, I think. Good stuff tonight on the Nate Brown Show. South Dakota Sports Talk Show Live. Fox Sports Rapid City. East River meets West River. We do it every week. Got to get that East River perspective. You know, it's hard to find, but uh, he, he gives it out every week. Craig Maddock, South Dakota Public Broadcasting, longtime sports broadcaster, live from Sioux Falls. Find him on Twitter at Craig Maddock making his Thursday appearance. Craig, good to have you. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Doing great. Uh, hey, we're we're just like, uh, what, two and a half weeks away? State wrestling tournament in Sioux Falls, a combined, coming up into the month. You know, things things are going to start start moving into uh, postseason mode on the high school end here real quick. You are right on that. I'm sitting there looking at it going, yeah, wrestling, and you got hoops here. I mean, we got a month left, yeah. and uh, postseason's coming up. Um, I want to ask you a quick one here. We've had a big week in sports, Craig, and, and you have that uh, history perspective. Um, Tom Brady retires, uh, you know, officially, you know, it was over the weekend, then it wasn't, and then it is. So Tom Brady retires. He is without a doubt on my all-time sports, Mount Rushmore. Without a doubt. Is he on yours? Is it, uh, is it because of the number of Super Bowl victories? No, I'm assuming no. that's one of the prerequisites well, one, to being one. on, uh, you know. Um, games, years, uh, lo- longevity in the league. I would say yes. I would, yeah, I would think so. I mean, he he's he has done more for the game, and uh, any guy who goes into his mid forties in the league, uh, that's pretty good. You got to go way way back. George Blanda, you know, did it. He he was in his forties. There are not a lot of NFL players who play even getting close to forty years old. Number one in passing yards in history. Number one in touchdown passes in history. Ten mm-hmm. Super Bowl appearances. Seven Super Bowl wins. I don't think we'll ever see anybody like him. I don't think. I mean, seven Super Bowl wins. Everybody thought Patrick Mahomes would have seven by now. Or I mean, you know, close. <laughs> uh, but you won't see anything like it. I believe that. The only way it's going to happen is if someone is in the league that long again, stays healthy and gets on a pretty good team or a couple of teams and able to roll. But, yeah, I don't I don't think we'll see that uh, for a really, really long time if it ever does happen. Um, somebody was trying to argue with me, Craig, saying, hey, Tom Brady's not better than Aaron Rodgers. Now you tell me. Uh, what what are the uh, prerequisites for determining that? <laughs> I would love to hear that from Packer fan because uh, let's face it, uh, the Packers were a better team uh, two weeks ago, and 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 Aaron Rodgers. Uh, what I saw and what others have talked about is uh, he kind of went against the game plan, uh, kind of went rogue because he only went after one receiver, didn't look at anybody else. Uh, even so, I would say, uh, and and Brady. Has what seven Super Bowls? Rodgers yep. had one. Yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, so I, and for the number of yards and everything, uh, statistics, 
And, and it's mainly because he's played a lot longer than, than Rodgers. Rodgers needs to play like another seven years. Uh, then we'll see. Uh, but right now, it's Brady. All right. All right. I just wanted to get your take on that. I'm solid with you. Um, by the way, my other two on there, I haven't filled out my fourth spot, just in case you know. Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, Tiger Woods. And I haven't filled out my fourth uh, all-time grade. Is that uh, fair to you? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so you oh. wanted you wanted to add uh, Tiger in there? I guess that that would be okay. Um, I'd have to think about this a little longer. You know, the NBA. Um, I, I think I would go. I would. I would go with yeah, with Michael would as you? well. All right. Yeah. Well, you were I on the fence so. there. You were on the fence. Yeah, I had to think. I had to think about there because I'm not. I'm not the biggest LeBron guy, but you know, LeBron, he he could win maybe another couple titles. Yeah, uh, he better get going. Um, it's looking far and few between right now out and uh, out with the Lakers. Okay, let me get your read on this. I've been I've been researching this. Craig, let's talk high school sports. Um, talking Uh-oh. to talking to some ads. Yeah, whenever I do research, it's scary. Um, <laughs> I, I talked to some ads. I said. What is the stipend for high school varsity coaches? And so, you know, I, I was looking through this, and, and, and they're saying the average, average now in South Dakota, 4500 to 6000 a year. High school varsity mm-hmm. coaches, 4500 to 6000 a year. And I said, is that enough? Uh, coaches aren't doing it for the money, but uh, what do you think about that number? I, I'm going to guess that that number is really not that far off uh, compared to neighboring states. Okay. Um, I, I know uh, I know of a, uh, a soccer coach uh, in Minnesota. You know, they, they get a, they get a couple of grand. Okay, get a couple of grand for their work. Um, so I, I'm assuming that it, it, it's it's not not that much. I think it is more in Minnesota, but I, I, I would doubt that it's that much more than what South Dakota coaches are getting. Um, I, it is really a, a slippery slope because I could see that, okay, let's say let's, we, we think they should be double their pay. Well, now you're going to get parents who say, "Okay, you're making this much money. You got to start performing better. Uh, you got, you got, you're getting a lot of money to do this." <laughs> you, you hear that you anyway? Better start with it. You hear that well, anyway? You don't think you'd hear that if uh, you doubled the pay of of coaches? No yeah, matter I what do. Sport it is? I do. I do. But, but I... It, 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 every school district that they come up with their their own pay pay scale on that. Yep. Yep. Um, and uh, it, it would be hard for me to say uh, how much should it be. Um, I've heard it can get upwards. I, I've heard of a school here in South Dakota that gets um, up to seventy five hundred to eight thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd I'd have to get all the details. Of part of that, I bet, is getting paid for summer work. Uh, where, where some of these coaches they don't get paid diddly uh, for summer work, you know, doing doing uh, the conditioning or the the camps, uh, things like that. I want to ask you about this story that just came out in high school football. It was signing day yesterday, Craig, for the colleges. So this story comes out: the number one recruit in the country for next year's class has decided to skip his senior year. He's going to go right mm. now. He's he's going to mm. go right now. Mm. This has only happened a few times now. Kids skipping their senior year of high school. This is the top-ranked defensive lineman in the country down in Georgia. 
What do you think about this trend? It's starting to happen a little uh, bit. Well, it is, it, it is happening, but I don't think it, it, it is so minute, uh, a very, very small percentage. Um, I mean, we know that you know, LeBron and some of those others uh, and Kobe, you know, they went right from high school to the pros. I mean, it doesn't happen that often, but it is more strange that it's happening to kids who still have another year of high school left. Yeah. I yeah. would be a little, little leery because there's, there's a lot of learning that needs to be done that, that senior year. I, 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 I would not want I, I I don't like that. Seen that two times now. A quarterback down in Texas last year skipped his senior year. I, I don't love it. Just just from hey, the experience of being a senior in high school. Now I know we all know that can be what it is, but I, I don't love seeing it. Now this year, top uh, recruit for next year going to skip his senior year mm-hmm. and uh, enroll yeah, early. Put those put those seventeen uh, year old kids in in the college and. Uh, trying to be with uh, 20 and 21 year old kids, it's it's a big change, big change uh, once you get to college. Craig Maddock on South Dakota Public Broadcasting. His podcast is in play live from Sioux Falls. Last one for the Viking season ticket holder. No Jim Harbaugh. It's going to be hmm. Kevin oh. O'Connell. It's going to be Kevin O'Connell from the Rams. What's your feeling? Yeah, you know I would have taken Harbaugh if he if he wanted the job. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, he's been successful in the NFL. He's been successful in college. I would have taken him if he wanted it, but apparently he didn't want it. Something was wrong there. He didn't want it, so he went back crawling back to Michigan. Um, <laughs> Kevin O'Connell, I mean, he, he matches what NFL teams want now. Young, up-and-coming, good-looking young men. Uh, you and I would never fit that mold. Um, but O'Connell apparently innovative offensively and and can relate to today's players and oh uh, you, you sound skeptic and, you're a skeptic uh, well here's the deal uh, we, we he's never been a head coach we don't know what kind of a, a head coach he's going to be this is what they're hoping they're hoping he's going to be another. A uh, young kid who uh, comes into the NFL and, and really turns the tide. I'll wait and see. I'm okay. I mean, their general manager is uh, just barely older <laughs> than the head coach. Right. They're in their mid 30s. You know, mid 30s, upper 30s. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we'll see. Um, something had to change anyway. Uh, the the hard, rough, and gruff old old parts like like you and me. They they don't want them anymore. Speak for yourself. They want, they want the young, good looking guys uh-huh. now in the NFL. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's what the Vikings are going to get. No Harbaugh. He's out of the picture. Kevin O'Connell's in. Uh, Craig Maddock in tonight. South Dakota Public Broadcasting in play the podcast. Download it. Craig, always good to have you. Thanks. Yep, newest edition comes out next Tuesday. We'll uh, talk more about that later. But, hey, thanks for the time as always, Nate. All right, appreciate your time. Craig Maddock from Sioux Falls, longtime South Dakota public broadcasting sports broadcaster. Craig Maddock on Twitter. Just find him there, at Craig Maddock. At Craig Maddock. He has some skepticism about uh, the uh, new approach there for the Vikings. Going with uh, Kevin O'Connell. The Rams' offensive coordinator. Interesting, interesting stuff. And um, I've got a question of the day out here, and I really want to break this down a little bit. I really want to break this down, okay? Um, 
eight starting NFL quarterbacks for the divisional round, okay? I'm going back to the divisional round of the NFL. Eight starting NFL quarterbacks on that weekend, they all had something in common when it comes to high school sports. They all had something in common, every single quarterback. I'll get into that, uh, but first, thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate. How you doing today, buddy? Yeah, I'm doing good. What's up? Right on. So, um, I haven't been paying attention. Is that an offensive coordinator for the Vikings official? Um, they can't hire him until after the Super Bowl per rules, but uh, everybody's throwing around that uh, they've informed the others they're out, and he's the guy. Okay. So, how many times have we promoted a coordinator and they just flame out? Mike Tice. Uh, Childress comes to mind. Childress, like yep, yep. Uh, the the one we should have kept was Mike Tomlin, and we let him go. Yep. Like so, I I'm really not a big fan of keeping um, the whole brand new guy with no experience train rolling. That just <laughs> seems like a it's a it's a recipe for more mediocrity, well, I, I, and I don't I, like it. Well, that's what you know. The Broncos went offensive coordinator, Packers, no mm-hmm. head coaching experience. I mean. That's the thing now. Everybody's trying to find Sean McVay, trying to find Matt LaFleur. That's what they're, they're trying to do. So we just don't know. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm just more interested in how did the Harbaugh thing happen and then not happen. Just, just sure. bizarre to me. Sure. And then you still haven't picked your fourth Mount Rushmore guy yet? Um, or girl? Um, not, not officially. Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, uh, Tom Brady. And uh, I'm just right. taking my time here. It's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year, Clark. You know, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, I do have a question for you, though. Um, as far as greatness between Rodgers and Brady, who's the more talented quarterback? Oh no! Don't go there! Don't go there! Don't go there! Because <laughs> like Tom Brady is the master of patience. He's the Dink and Duck legend. Oh yeah, like, yeah. He it, threw it, some bombs last time it, I checked. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he did that too. But like, I the thing that made him great is he knew where to go with the football. Yeah, I agree. So, I agree. Like, like that's like he, he. I remember watching the old Super Bowls, and it was just like. Four yards, five yards, four yards, get out of bounds, six yards. Okay, now there's 20 yards. Okay, now we're back to five yards, four yards. Like, that, they won that way. <laughs> and that it's not pretty, but it works. Well, and he just no rode doubt. that train for he rode that train for 22 years. And it worked and quite then, a lot better than Aaron, I will tell you. Oh, I will tell you. 100%. But, again, who's who's got a better arm? Like, all that good stuff. There's decisions, oh there's oh, discussions no. to be had. All right, buddy. I, thanks, I, man. The resident Packers fan will probably agree with me. Yeah, but thanks I, for <laughs> opening up that can right there. I appreciate it. Um, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. I, I was waiting for that guy. That guy. Because one of the guys hit me on Twitter, Nate, Nate Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady. And that's what McJudgerson's trying to tell you right there. He's trying to, well, you know, he's, he's more talented. Um, check the tape. Check the tape. I'll take uh, Brady, competitiveness, um, leader. I mean, I'm going to go through all these intangibles, and they bury him. Those intangibles bury Aaron Rodgers. And I want a guy that can actually throw the stinking ball when it's under pressure. When it's t- crunch time, I want a guy. You know, it's not like Tom Brady had um, everybody and their mother out there. He had, um, 
you know, the lollipop guild out there. It was Wes Welker and uh, Julian Edelman, and it was the lollipop guild. Um, all right. Into the drive at five. Let's get to this. I, I got to get to this. Eight starting NFL quarterbacks from the divisional round. This is uh, going all the way back. Joe Burrow, Tannehill, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, Mahomes, Garoppolo, Aaron Rodgers, all of those guys, all of them. They had one thing in common when it comes to high school. We'll discuss it next. Your sports, your show. This is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports, Rapid City. We're all going somewhere, going higher, faster, farther, going in new directions to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care with the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring, keep making memories, keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health slash orthopedics. I'm Tyler Hoglin, and this is my wife, Dee, and we own D-Tie Vet Supply. Pioneer Bank has been very good to us. All our banking is with Pioneer Bank. What you find oftentimes in big corporate banks is they don't allow people to run their business the way that it should be ran. And without a doubt, it's been just an easy, easy relationship with Pioneer Bank. Very easy. Yeah, we support them because, you know, they support us. Pioneer Bank and Trust is local. Pioneer Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. KIMM Rapid City and K294BT Rapid City. This is the Black Hills Sports Station, 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. Hi, this is Dave Sharp, Director of Coaching with the Black Hills Rapid Soccer Club. Registration is underway, and our club is a great fit for everyone, from the beginner to the more experienced player. If you want your child to have some fun and get some great exercise learning the game of soccer, now is the time to register at BlackHillsRapids.com. With great coaches and a premier 12-field soccer complex, the experience with the Black Hills Rapids is second to none. Register your player now at BlackHillsRapids.com. Hi, this is Jeremy with Gary's Cakes and Donuts, inviting you to kickstart your morning by dropping by and grabbing some fresh donuts. I want to thank you for voting us the best in the Black Hills. We're up early making your favorite donuts, so stop by and bring some to the office. Everybody loves Gary's Cakes and Donuts, and we love you, so stop by, get a great selection, and brighten up your day. Serving Rapid City for over 40 years, Gary's Cakes and Donuts at 109 East Omaha, and remember to like Gary's on Facebook for some great giveaways. Rapid City, it's Doug Gottlieb. Join me weekdays from 1 to 4 right here on 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. And now let's get you back to the Nate Brown Show, Rapid City's Sports Talk Show. Drive at 5 on a Thursday. It is on Fox Sports Rapid City. The Nate Brown Show live. Brought to you in part by Summit Automotive Group. The Drive at 5 brought to you by Summit for your next drive. 
Head out to Summit Automotive Group. Great selection pre-owned vehicles. They work hard at it. It's hard to find the best pre-owned vehicle right now. Great value, the right price, the right financing, the right car. SummitAutoGRP.com. Start there before you buy. The Summit difference. Car buying truly built around you. SummitAutoGRP.com. Start there. Um... I don't know, man. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do some battle here today. I gotta do some battle. I never thought I'd have to battle with putting Tom Brady on my all-time sports Mount Rushmore, and it's been an ongoing effort here on the program this week to, uh, you know, try and tell me why Tom Brady should not be on there. I mean, it's <laughs> it's unbelievable. You know, I had this whole, I had all these papers uh, earlier this week listed with all of Brady's accomplishments, and then I just threw them away here a couple of days ago because, because I said, "Well, that's that, that's that. It's settled. It's settled. I know all that. Okay, so, so that's that. I got to dig through the garbage here. Do I need to bring it all out? Tom Brady's on my all-time sports Mount Rushmore. Lock it, book it, Dano. Um, listener text seven two zero one zero six seven. The Barons-Wilson text line, come on, Rodgers is far better than Brady. The Packers wasted the talents of Rodgers. You know better than that, Nate. Are you joking? Are you? <laughs> I'm just wondering. All right. Um, let's talk quarterbacks really quick. And I wanted to go into this question of the day because somebody emailed me and said, Heard you talking about Josh Allen a, a couple of weeks ago, your guy, your boy, uh, Josh Allen, and you said he was a great multi-sport athlete, Josh Allen. And and I just went through what his mom talked about. Um, I love the story of Josh Allen. Nobody gave him a chance. Wyoming did. You know, he had to go the long way around. And, and the competitor and that edge and the motivation that he's had still leads to good things in the NFL. And that's why I always thought when you pay Josh Allen big bucks, he's still going to have the motor, the engine, the leadership, the intangibles. That matters. And so his mom said, you know, we didn't do all the elite quarterback camps and, and go into this and that because we were doing other sports. And so his mom said, you know, he was the pitcher on the baseball team. He was the basketball player and, of course, the quarterback in high school. So he's from Northern California, agriculture area. And they said, well, you know, smaller town. We did the multiple sports. And so I had a listener uh, email said, hey, you're talking about the multi-sport athlete. You know, that, that's a good thing. I understand. And they said, that's just the freak athletes. That's just because Josh Allen was a freak athlete. That's why he was the pitcher, the basketball star, and the uh, football star that ends up going to the Bills. That may be valid. That may be valid. But you tell me what comes first. That's my question today. Eight starting NFL quarterbacks in the divisional round weekend. You know, you had all those great games in the divisional round uh, a couple of weeks ago. All eight starting quarterbacks, Matt Stafford, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Jimmy G, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, Ryan Tannehill. What did all of them have in common? They all played multi-sports. Many of them played three. Many of them played three sports, not just like two, not like football, basketball. Many of them played three. As a matter of fact, all of them did. The eight starting NFL quarterbacks played 24 sports combined in high school, the eight starting NFL quarterbacks in the divisional round played 24 sports combined in high school. So the question is, 
Is it because Mahomes, the baseball play, you know, the, the background, Allen, 6'5", 245 pounds, they're just the freak athletes, so they're just better, and that's why they played the sports and did well in the sports? Or did the multi-sport aspect help them become even better? The chicken before the egg. The chicken before the egg. What is it? I have a tendency to think when you look at these numbers and these stats like, hey, a lot of people will grab this and they'll say, there shouldn't be a debate. There shouldn't be a debate. Multi-sports is how you get to the NFL. I understand that some people are going to say, really? That, that's the freak athletes is how you get to the NFL. I think that is correct. Just because you're a multi-sporter doesn't mean you're going to be an unbelievable quarterback, right? But did it did it hurt these guys that they didn't dial in and go to the Elite Eight camp and this camp and this skills camp and this football? And Josh Allen should have just went football, right? How much better would Josh Allen be right now if he just went football? That's what the other side will tell you. I, I don't buy that one. There is validity to unbelievable athletes are just good at those sports because their size, their speed, their athleticism. But I also believe the multi-sport aspect, it didn't hurt these guys. Some people are thinking, well, multi-sport, you got to specialize, right? I mean, focus on one thing. I'm not buying it. Um, as a matter of fact, I want to ask this. I want to ask this. Uh, let's see. Do you believe high school coaches today want their best players playing multiple sports or spending more time focusing on the sport that they coach. I ask this because I've heard it from, I've heard it both sides. Really, really. I've talked to coaches behind the scenes that really wish their players just focused on, man, if he or she played this sport all the time, they'd be unreal. Then I've heard it from uh, coaches I got to have my guy playing other sports. This is going to make him better in the long run, uh, playing other sports and contributing and, and learning things. He's going to be a, become a better football player because he does other sports. I've heard it both sides. I asked you the question, do our high school coaches today, what do you think the general sentiment is? If you really, hey, I'm a basketball coach. Do you think that basketball coach really wants his best player playing basketball all the time or multiple sports? That's what I asked today. What do you think the real answer is? Or do you think, no, coaches really do want multi-sport athletes? 75% voting right now. 75% say coaches want multi-sport athletes. 25% say the coaches actually really want you to focus on their sport. Um, thanks for calling your live tonight, and you go ahead. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I enjoy listening to you, Nate. Um, I, I really think, I really think the multi-sport aspect brings out competitiveness and uh, um, also helps, uh, you know, teach. Not really teach, but uh, just bring out uh, multi levels, uh, more levels of uh, just. Uh, like how to how to win. Yep. yep. Um, Competitiveness. How to win. Learning. Right. The the only thing that I think probably most coaches only want them to focus on one sport is maybe not more as much mental as 
as physical and they don't want them to get hurt in their, for their sport because yeah, I've yeah. seen a lot in high school where um, the they say uh, say you got a really good basketball player um, and he he plays football too. He's better at basketball. Right. Um, basketball team needs him, but they, he goes and plays football and uh, blows out his knee in football or you know. That's a killer, a leg. right? Right. Or, yeah, and, and then they can't play basketball. No, there is some season. of that. There is, there is. But you think most coaches want multi-sport? Do you believe that? Uh yes, I do. I hope so. I hope so because I'm on that track. Appreciate you coming, uh, getting on. I appreciate you calling. Seven two zero one zero six seven is the number. Thanks for getting in. I I hope that's the case. I hope that's the case because I I hear it from a lot of coaches. Yeah, I want multi-sport athletes. But but I, I do have to tell you, I've heard it um, behind the scenes a little bit. Um, it's not it's not really out there, but it's, man, if they focused on this and, and went to that camp and went to this, they'd be unbelievable next year. The multi-sport athlete in high school, eight starting quarterbacks uh, from the divisional round, played 24 sports. Played 24 sports. Um, and I know the freak athletes are just going to be good at sports. <laughs> that happens, right? That happens. Um, let's take one more. Thanks for getting in. You're live, and you go ahead. Yeah, I truly believe that it's the multi-sport athlete that makes a more well-rounded player. The you best do. part of that, you do. Is, yeah, absolutely. I think the the best part of that is coaches. Uh, the athlete gets more. Uh, more coach coachable, I guess, by having to deal with multiple coaches. I agree with that. If you're staying yep. in multiple just one styles. sport, yep. correct, yeah, because if you're just staying in one sport with one coach all through high school and you get to college and your coach is wanting to coach a different direction, you're not coachable. You're not able to absorb that. Now, I'm with you on that. Plus, I, I say this, uh, the burnout factor. Kids are starting earlier and earlier. Am I really going to want to play soccer when I started at five and I still want to play it at 20 when I play it all year? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. Thanks for getting in. Appreciate that. Um, good perspective. Learning, being coachable, learning from different styles. Uh, it does matter. Learning from different coaches, learning different sports. I, th- I think it makes an impact. I really do. I know, you know, I got that email saying, well, Josh Allen's just a freak athlete. You know, congrats, he played multiple sports. He's just a freak athlete. I think it builds. It builds the athlete. Whether you want to say the character, the intangibles, it builds the athlete. One sport can help another. I do believe that. I know you got to get skills. You got to get baseball skills. You got to get basketball skills. I mean, some sports are really interesting with the skill sets. I understand but I think the multi-sport aspect, well-rounded, makes uh, makes an impact. All right, seventy-six percent of you say coaches around uh, in high school here in South Dakota actually want multi-sport. That's what uh, the audience thinks. Seventy-six percent say coaches want multi-sport. Twenty-four percent say coaches want you to focus on one sport. Quick timeout. Coming right back with Charlie Floor. He's a head football coach right here in Rapid City, South Dakota Mines. College football coach Charlie Floor, his reaction on how he recruited the the signing class yesterday. 
Did the Hard Rockers focus on what? And how many South Dakota kids did he look at? Charlie Floor next. You're listening to the only live and local sports talk show in the Black Hills. The Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports, RapidCity.com. And live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports, Rapid City. Dale's Tire and Retreading has been providing quality brands of tires and excellent service to the Black Hills area for over 50 years. Dale's Tire sells tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, agriculture, construction, and more. Dale's Tire has what you need when you need it and offers appointment times to get you in and out faster. See the experts at Dale's Tire and Retreading. Two convenient locations in Rapid City, 691 Deadwood Avenue and 3200 Campbell Street. Dale's Tire and Retreading. The Horseshoe Restaurant at First Gold Gaming Resort is a great place to enjoy a delicious sit-down breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Check out their daily specials every Monday through Thursday. Plus, the Horseshoe is having a Valentine's dinner special on Monday, February 14th. That includes your choice of chicken alfredo or a six-ounce boneless pork chop, complete with dessert. And don't miss the legendary all-you-can-eat prime rib and crab buffet every Friday and Saturday night at First Gold Gaming Resort, where your first stop on Main Street as you're coming into Deadwood. Black Hills Community Bank wants you to know that now may be the best time to refinance, purchase, or even build a brand new home. With rates this low, Black Hills Community Bank is well positioned to be your local partner. They are your home loans bank with local originators, underwriting, processing, and closings. They challenge themselves to close every loan on time. This may be the time to think about home ownership or refinancing. With Black Hills Community Bank in Rapid City and Spearfish. Online at bhcbank.com. Member FDIC equal housing lender. Get away from it all in the great outdoors for lasting family memories with a new or pre-owned RV from Dakota Discount RV. We make your RV experience fun and easy by providing you with a quality recreational vehicle, competitive pricing, and professional sales and service. Our large inventory of fifth-wheelers, travel trailers, toy haulers, and live-in horse trailers allows us to save our customers thousands of dollars compared to most dealers. Stop by and see us at Dakota Discount RV, 3330 East Mall Drive across from Cabela's and on JB Road, Blackhawk. From gooey grilled cheese sandwiches on Dakota-style 12 grain to peanut butter and jelly on Kids' Choice soft white bread. Kids of all ages want simple, comforting food that remind them of mom's home cooking. Country Hearth was born from that nostalgia and commitment to simplicity. Baked locally using natural ingredients like whole grains and honey, our breads are delivered fresh daily to grocery stores throughout the Midwest. Country Hearth Breads, baking our best for you. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Thanks for spending some time with us. We appreciate that. Hope you're having a good week. Thursday program, the Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show, live Fox Sports Rapid City. The Black Hills Sports Station, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. Bring us up on Twitter, at Nate Brown Show. You can watch us live. Welcome into the studio. you got to put up with the Broncos stuff in the background. Is that okay? And we got Viking stuff, too. No Packers stuff. Get it out of here. No, no, we can't have it. I'm kidding. Um, bring us up on Twitter, at Nate Brown Show. You've got us there on YouTube as well, the Nate Brown Show. Signing day yesterday, college football. 
Big day, okay? Division two, South Dakota Mines. Always look forward to this. I was at South Dakota Mines. It's a lot of fun seeing how the coaches put in all that work. It's a fun day for kids, parents, families, uh, programs. The Hard Rockers signed some new guys. Let's get a breakdown here. Charlie Flores, the head coach, South Dakota Mines football here on the Nate Brown Show. Coach, good to have you on. How are you? I'm doing great, Nate. Yourself? I'm doing good. So um, I got a quick question for you. It's a, it's my question of the day. Um, multi-sport athletes. Is it something that coaches say, or uh, is it really impactful for a guy that you recruit? Uh, for us, you know, within our recruiting philosophy here at South Dakota Mines, uh, it's a big factor for us. We want kids that were multi-sport athletes. Uh, you know, there's a lot of other things that, you know, kids can learn and develop uh, within the other sports, uh, you know, just from a, a muscle memory, from, you know, space awareness, you know, one-on-one competition, you know, and we, it's pretty well known around here, and we've recruited a lot of them. Uh, we love our wrestlers. You know, that's one sport. Uh, when kids are going through that, you know, they're used to the one-on-one competitions out in the spotlight. And there's a true winner and a loser right there. They don't have to rely on anybody else to get through it. And, uh, you know, so, you know, multi-sport kids for us, um, we really do look for within our program, knowing that when they get into our place, they can focus in on just football, and then that'll get them through the rest of their career. Do you run into any high school coaches out there that say, um, yeah, you know, this guy really put in a lot of work and, and really focused on football. That's, that's the right move. Uh, yeah, we run into that a little bit, you know, and I think it's, you know, just maybe a little bit ge- geographically, you know, with certain states and, and, you know, how they approach those things. You know, is it an end-all deal for us? No. You know, if, if they're just a football kid, um, you know, not a big deal. But for us, you know, we really do try and focus in on the multi-sport athletes and I know that's going to benefit us moving forward. South Dakota Mines head football coach Charlie Floor on after the signing day yesterday for the Hard Rockers. So you guys bring in 25. Uh, scholar athletes yesterday national signing day and it's a mix from across the board but i see i've seen you do this you've gotten some east river kids that's not been a big thing at south dakota south dakota mines recently have you looked at east river football kids more you know, I don't know if we look at them anymore. It's just we got to take care of our backyard, whether they're East River, you know, uh, East River, West River, you know, up north, south. Uh, you know, they're they're home for us, and uh, you know, we're going to do everything that we can to make sure that South Dakota Mines' name is in the state. You know, everybody knows the Grubby Head, and uh, that we're out here. We got a great product to sell, and uh, we've really put a focus on that side. Coach Winter, our defensive coordinator, uh, that's his main recruiting area, and uh, you know, we want to get every engine. Uh, in the state that we possibly can. You know, just really happy about the success that we've had, especially on the east side of the state as well as over here on the west side. Do you believe South Dakota Mines brand has grown that way? Because I asked that, I say, years ago, uh, a lot of those East River kids, they they look further east, uh, and they looked at some of those D2 schools. There's a lot back there in, in the upper Midwest. Has the South Dakota Mines brand grown? You know, I think it has, and you know, I've been here for three years now, and we've really put a big time emphasis um, over on that side of the state, uh, just again get our brand over there. You know, the, the hard thing for that side of the state is, you know, a lot of their games are a little further away from where they're accustomed to, because all of our conference games are down south into Colorado, 
um, and a little, you know, with Nebraska and then New Mexico. So, um, but it, it, it's a great area, you know, the, the Sioux Falls area, the East River uh, side, you know, they've, they've really grown from the football side. Um, they've got good talent. Um, and, you know, like I said, my main job is to make sure we're, we're in every high school talking with every kid that's really interested in the engineering and uh, getting them out here for a visit. A lot of those kids have played out here in Rapid City um, at O'Hara Stadium throughout their high school career at least one time. So they have a pretty, you know, good familiarity with, you know, who we are as a school, what our stadium and stuff looks like. But now with, the, you know, what we feel is our um, evolving of our program, um, that's really helping out as well. Hard Rockers signed 25 players yesterday for their new class. Charlie Floor, the head coach at South Dakota Mines on the Nate Brown Show tonight. I looked through that list, kind of jumped out at me. Not a huge skills uh, player list. I mean, there, there's a QB, there, there's a few running backs. Not seeing a lot of wide receivers, not a lot of tight ends. Went old line, went old line pretty heavy. What was your plan? You know, for us, uh, we, we always go back and look at what we lost and, uh, you know, what we still have currently in our program the last couple of years, you know, from a skill position standpoint at the receiver spot. We, we signed a few kids um, through the high school level. Uh, last year we were able to get a, a few kids uh, transfer into our program as well. Uh, you know, that's one position we're still actually looking at a little bit to, to get another kid in, if not two. Uh, but, you know, we, we go back, evaluate where we're at from a roster standpoint, and then also look ahead of, you know, what positions we're truly going to lose uh, to graduation uh, after the 22 season and just make sure we're always staying at least a year or two ahead. And, you know, we just felt uh, offensive line, defensive line, and defensive backs were probably our biggest priority in this signing class. Um, knowing what we're going to lose here in the next year. You know, we really only lose 10 players uh, to graduation. So, you know, we have a pretty big roster right now. So we're just really trying to fit some needs uh, where, you know, we feel we need them currently, uh, but then also look a year ahead for what we're uh, going to graduate. You know, the, the position that jumps out is always quarterback because people are wondering, okay, who do they have quarterback here? What's going on? Um, you got one quarterback. It's an interesting story. Um, Justice Alcorn out of Shadron, Nebraska. His dad, former Black Hill State player, went to the NFL, um, spent some time there on practice squads and, and tried making his way. What you what do you like about Justice Alcorn? You know, just his overall leadership skills. You know, um, he was here in Rapid City up until his sophomore year, moved down to Shadron with his family, uh, was there his junior and senior year. And, you know, just the evolution of him as, as a quarterback. You know, he, he's really grown uh, within that position. You know, a big, strong, long, athletic kid. Uh, you know, like like you brought up, comes from good family, good sports family. You know, just all those intangible things that you look for within that. And, you know, uh, that position, you have to have that at quarterback. You know, a proven winner, a proven leader. And, uh, you know, we're just excited about him, you know, kind of being the leader of this recruiting class. This is Charlie Floor, South Dakota Mines head football coach, talking hard rocker class. Um, when you put it all together and, and you look at this thing moving forward, I say, okay, um, offensive lineman, you, you're, you're adding more there. Can you ever have enough old linemen, coach? Can you ever have enough? You know, I, I don't know if you can. You know, that that's one position. You know, here you need at least five of them you know, during the course of the football uh, game. And, you know, you can do a lot of things within the 
schematically with playing some six O linemen and some seven O linemen stuff. So, uh, no, in my opinion, you can't have enough of those guys. So, you know, that's going to be a position we'll continue to recruit really hard year in and year out. And by the way, the quarterback room kind of full, right? I mean, you got some quarterbacks. Yeah, we do. You know, uh, we have uh, Jaden Johansson. That's really only going to be a sophomore eligibility-wise. Uh, Spencer Zur and Toby Smith, uh, those guys are both going to be seniors. And then we've got two younger kids with Jake Martinelli and Ryan Cook. So, you know, we didn't lose anybody at that spot. Next year we're going to lose two, and we wanted to make sure and, and get a, a good one this year. And, you know, very happy with, with Justice and experience expect a lot of great things from him moving forward. Hard Rockers released their signing class. 25 players coming in for South Dakota Bynes. Some good South Dakota kids. A couple from Sturgis uh, locally as well. Charlie Floor on tonight and they released their schedule uh, for next season today as well. Coach, it's good to have you. Best of luck to you as you uh, get set for spring ball. I appreciate you coming on. Anytime, Nate. Thank you. All right. Appreciate your time. Charlie Floor talking Hard Rocker football. 25 signees yesterday in the class for the head coach at South Dakota Mines. Third year now. Third year now. Has it been that long? (laughs) Charlie came in, you know, had that season with COVID. And, I mean, we've all had time just, uh, what, has time stopped for me? Yeah, somewhat. Uh, Hard Rockers, I like seeing that. I really do. I like seeing South Dakota kids on this list. And they got quite a few of them. Quite a few of them. Um, You know, I was looking at some universities across the state. Rosters of 80 and five South Dakota kids, you know, on the whole team. So I like that. I like seeing that. Um, And then one quarterback coming in there for the Hard Rockers, Justice Alcorn. His dad, Zach Alcorn, great tight end out of Black Hill State that uh, made his way to the NFL. Appreciate him coming on Charlie Floor tonight with the Hard Rocker update. Let's go high school basketball. Stevens boys. They've got a weekend here. O'Gorman coming in. Brandon Valley coming in. What does Chris Stabner say about the Raider boys? Are they turning things up as we get a month away from postseason? Coach Chris Stabner breaking it down next. This is the Nate Brown Show. All right, here we go. Sunday, February 13th, it's the Rams taking on the Bengals, and Tin Lizzie and BetMGM Sportsbook are putting on the first big game experience ever. So many great VIP packages to choose from with hotel rooms, all-you-can-eat menu, and VIP seating. Grab your crew and get ready to experience the big game in style. Drink, eat, and play at the best party. Tin Lizzie, BetMGM Sportsbook. Reserve your big game VIP package at tinlizzy.com. Hi, folks. Kevin McPherson, McPherson Auction Company. Today is our 14th annual stock show online-only auction. On the auction, 125 guns. There's rifle, pistols, scopes. We have reloading brass, some ammo, collectibles. We have a train set, a John Deere 4310 diesel tractor, a Case C60 tractor, Bobcat crew cab side-by-side, many more items on today's online auction, all located at our office, 3640 Campbell Street, Rapid City, South Dakota. For more details, go to McPhersonAuction.com. Here at Pizza Ranch, we believe in happy accidents. Like in 1964, when a Buffalo, New York restaurant owner accidentally bought chicken wings instead of chicken necks. The 60s were a crazy time. Well, decades later, and the mistake-turned-masterpiece is now at Pizza Ranch. Introducing our new traditional and boneless chicken wings, tossed in our signature sauces. Two more ways to get the country's best chicken available for carryout and delivery. Maybe it wasn't an accident after all. Just delicious fate. Pizza Ranch. Mm. 
If you're planning to keep on driving your current vehicle with higher miles on it, drive with confidence after a thorough inspection at Pro Auto Care. Regular service and preventative maintenance is extra important for higher mileage vehicles, so bring yours on into Pro Auto Care to keep it running longer for you. At Pro Auto Care, Tom and his crew pledge to give you an honest evaluation and never over-service or overcharge. From inspections to oil changes, brakes, tires, and major automotive service, trust Pro Auto Care. Open as usual at 1891 Rand Road, Rapid City. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. We are live on the Nate Brown Show, Fox Sports Rapid City, right now, live on... 1067 FM, 1150 AM. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, that's always great. We appreciate that. We upload it every day. So if you can't catch all the show, four to six, the podcast is out there. A lot of great guests across the board from the national names to the local sports guys. The Nate Brown Show podcast is up and available wherever you download your podcast. Literally, uh, we put some work in there. Matt Kearney getting after it. The producer of the Nate Brown Show just got it all, all these platforms uh, so you can find the podcast and listen at your own convenience. Let's talk Stevens Boys basketball. We'll cover them this weekend. They get set to take on Old Gorman. That's the first game tomorrow. Chris Stabner, head coach, Rapid City Stevens. They're seven and five. Coach, good to have you. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well, Nate. Thanks for having me again tonight. Well, you beat Central again, um, so that's a that's a Central sweep. What does that uh, do for you? Well, I mean, I think you know, just from a confidence standpoint, from a you know. Uh, playing a pretty pretty complete game standpoint, uh, I think that's what it kind of gave us. That you know, when, when we're able to put together, you know, a, a complete game, um, you know, we, we really I think we can compete with anybody. And you know, for the most part, I, I thought we, you know, we're in control most of that game. Um, had guys step up. I think that maybe haven't uh, had the consistency we've we've asked for all year. But but I thought from you know. Everybody that stepped on the court gave us um, some great minutes. So uh, the key is, can we carry it over? You know, can you play one one really good game and and, and continue to do that the next? And, and we're going to have to do that this weekend with the teams we're playing, and even the the stretch of our last eight games. I mean, every team we play is above us in the standings. And uh, you know, if we want to, you know, compete for a state title. Um, you know, these are the teams we're going to have to go through. So it's just going to be a measuring stick for us here with with. Um, eight games to go. Let me ask you, you said, hey, early on you're like, we got to compete. We got to compete. And that tells me defense. That tells me defense. So has your defense grown or has your offense gotten better? What's what's in a better spot? Um, I think a little both. I mean, I think defensively we've been pretty consistent all year. 
Uh, on the offensive end, it, you know, it's been we've been the opposite. We've been very inconsistent with you know as a team and individuals as far as you know what we're going to get game to game. So you know, I think the last couple games we've seen some more of that consistency on the offensive end, and you know, if we can continue to play defense like we have. And get more consistent on offense. You know, we have more games like we had uh, last Saturday against Central. You know, just, um, you know, we're a little tougher to guard, defend, because you have three or four guys now that can score. So, um, definitely offense is is coming around. Uh, I think defense has been pretty solid, and that's what's, you know, kept us in games, really. So, we just, we're going to need both, though. You know, from here on out, both uh, consistency on both ends for us to compete with these teams. How much do you focus on taking care of the basketball these days? Ball control each possession. Yeah, I mean, that's so crucial for us, especially just with the percentage we've been shooting offensively, not a, not a very high one where we just can't give away possessions, and we've done that. I mean, and really, um, you know, most our games, other than, like I said, last Saturday, I think we were, I know we were under 10 turnovers, so we just cannot, you know, take away possessions, uh, especially when we're not shooting the ball well. Um, so that's very important to us, and, and we're going to play teams that are really going to get after us. Um, especially in the half court um, defensively. So can we take care of the ball? And, yeah, and that's something we work on, try to work on every day. Um, you know, unfortunately, you can't always simulate that in practice. So, you know, you got to get guys' minds just, you know, buying into, hey, here's what you're going to see. You may not see it every day in practice, but you got to get your mind right for, for the defense you're going to see. Chris Stabner on tonight talking Stevens boys basketball. The Raiders are at home this weekend. O'Gorman tomorrow night and then Brandon Valley Saturday afternoon. We'll have the game tomorrow night here live on Fox Sports Rapid City as O'Gorman's been a good uh, basketball team this season. So you say, hey, turnover's under 10. If you, if, if you get it there uh, pretty consistently, that wins games. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, if you can, if you can, you know, hold teams down on the defense end, which we, like I said, we've done a pretty good job of that, um, and then take care of the basketball. Those are, you know, those are always, you know, two of the most important things going to the games. We we tell our guys, you know, if if we can do those things, you're going to be in a lot of games. And now, if, like I said, our offense comes around, you're going to win a lot of games. So it's just that consistency factor um, that we're we're still still striving to get to. Um, unfortunately, we don't have a lot of time left, but you know, we've got eight games here to try to really get headed in the right direction. Uh, last couple of games were a good start to that, but uh, we're going to have to continue to do that, no doubt. Is tomorrow night, uh, this, this is the test game here. I mean, Roosevelt was one out there. Jefferson, you played better. Here's another one here. This is the test game, O'Gorman. Yeah, I mean, they're they're number two for a reason. Um, you know, they've, they've played right with Rosie, and they're just – you know they're well well oiled machine. You know they they just I don't think they have any just unbelievable players, but they're all just solid up and down their lineup, and, and they defend and they play hard. You know um, when you can do those things, uh, you put yourself in position to win a lot of games, and that's what they've done. So yes, I mean it's going to be a test for us. We we know what we're up against. We know you know we're seven and five, but we're sitting at thirteenth because you know I, I think we haven't seen the tougher part of our schedule, and now we're going to see that and see where we're at. So. Um, again, it's not, you know, we lose, happen to lose tomorrow. It's not the end of our season, but it just gives us a good measuring stick. Um, for me, it's just, can we go out and compete, you know, regardless if it's a five-point game or 15-point game, um, can you go out and continue to compete, continue to get better? Um, because at the end of the day, you know, if we're lucky enough to be the, the, the round of 16, it just it's one game. One game is what we need to win. Coach Derek Roby's been around a long time in South Dakota high school basketball. He's had a lot of good teams at O'Gorman. What do you what do you credit uh, that to? 
I think they're just they're consistent year in year out is what they do. Um, they stick to their game plan. I, I think they're one of the, the better better half court, if not best half court defensive team team in the state. And, uh, and when you do those things, again, I've said this. Uh, I say this all the time. When you when you can defend, you, you give yourself a chance night in night out. And then obviously, you know, offensively they really execute really well. So um, when you do those things, you, you can you know build a program, a, uh, continue a program, all those things. And that's what they've done. I mean, I don't know how many six state titles in the last ten years. Like that's that's not just a coincidence. That's built and uh, it's consistency. You lose lose seniors one year and you just reload. So obviously Coach Roby is one of the best coaches ever um, to coach in South Dakota, um, and he, he's shown that over time, and I think that's that's a tribute to the program and Coach Roby. It's O'Gorman and Stevens tomorrow. We'll start with the girls. That's a showdown, too. So we've got girls first and the boys up next tomorrow night. Fox Sports Rapid City, Carol Hire Gymnasium. Chris Stabner on tonight. Stevens boys, 7-5 and five in a big test tomorrow. Coach, good to have you. Good luck to you. Thanks, Nate. Appreciate all your coverage. Appreciate you coming on. Chris Stabner tonight talking Stevens boys basketball. Appreciate him stepping out. Uh, the Raiders are 7-5, and five, and they've got O'Gorman, number two, in AA tomorrow night. That'll be a fun night of hoops tomorrow night. If you're not going to that, you got to go to that. Stevens girls, O'Gorman girls, big time. Stevens boys, O'Gorman boys, great. That's good stuff tomorrow night. We'll have it live. Doubleheader on Fox Sports Rapid City. Okay, who's hot and who's not? It's a hitter. You don't want to miss it. It's a hitter. In my who's hot category, it's baseball. What? In my who's not category, it's baseball. How? Next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show, streaming live at FoxSportsRapidCity.com and right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Rapid City in the Black Hills, if you're shopping for a new vehicle before you buy, stop by Gateway, one of our two locations, 123 Omaha or 410 North Campbell. We specialize in credit rebuilder programs. We specialize in finding you the rarest cars in the market. We specialize in the funnest car buying experience. If you have good credit, bad credit, no problem. We specialize in people. Gateway Autoplex with one of the largest inventories in the Black Hills. I'm Scott Anna. And I'm Adam Ray. And nobody, I mean nobody, beats a Gateway deal. Hi, this is David Brenneman with Coldwell Banker in Rapid City. If you've considered selling your current home, let me take you to that next step with confidence. The Black Hills housing market is competitive, and I have been in the business of attracting buyers for 15 years. Let's make it happen. Contact me, David Brenneman, at 415-0044. List it, sell it, and move on. With me, David Brenneman, at 415-0044. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. All right, let's get to this on a Thursday. Who's hot and who's not? Wrapping it up on the Nate Brown Show tonight. All right. Who's hot and who's not? Brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. 
guess what I'm going to have tonight? I just got that text. Pizza Ranch tonight. Pizza Ranch. Oh, that just lights it up. I got Wyoming Boise State men's basketball for a shot at first place in the Mountain West tonight. And I got the Pizza Ranch. You can order it up. Chicken. We're going to get the chicken tonight. Chicken and potato wedges. PizzaRanch.com. Chicken. Cactus bread. Pizza. It's all there. PizzaRanch.com. Carry it out. Or delivery. The buffet open daily, 11 to 8. In my who's hot category, it is baseball. How about this idea that's going to start next year in the Frontier League? This is one of the minor leagues associated with Major League Baseball. I like this idea. They're going to try something else besides the extra innings and, and, you know, just keeping the game going and this and that. So here's what's going to happen. It's sudden death overtime in in, in Frontier League Baseball. Before the start of the 10th inning, the manager of the home team decides whether he wants to play offense or defense. Hmm. Do you want to go offense or defense? So then the offensive team begins with a runner on first. Okay. And then they pick up where they're scheduled to hit in the lineup. They play that inning. If the runner scores for the offensive team, they win. If they don't and the defense holds, they get three outs. They win. Sudden death overtime in baseball. I thought it was interesting. The Frontier League is going to start it this upcoming season, uh, summer. So the home team gets to choose if they want offense or defense. If they go offense, then the other team gets, uh, or they get a runner on first, and, and then you decide who scores, wins. Who holds them, wins. You like that? I like that. I'll take that. Um, in our Pizza Ranch Who's Not category, it is also baseball. I'm sorry to report. Major League Baseball today, the owners requested immediate assistance in this lockout. They're going to go for help from the federal government. A federal mediator is being requested to help resolve the lockout between the owners and the players. So the Federal Mediation and Conciliation Service will be helping with the proceedings. The Major League Baseball lockout is now two months long. Started on December 2nd. And now they got to go with a federal mediator. They had to do this before. Never a great sign. Never a great sign. I, I, I don't want to go down that road. So here we go. Getting uh, in the weeds now. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. The Nate Brown Show is on. The podcast will be up tonight. High School Hoops tomorrow. Stevens and O'Gorman.